0: Welcome to another episode of Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm your host, Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht.
1: Hello. What's up, Derek? Oh, not much. Excited for winter. Had our first snow.
0: We did. We had the snow and the cold and there was rain and there was ice and...
1: Yes, yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, the canoes are officially away. They, uh, I put them on both away now. They're uh, done until spring.
1: Yeah, mine's buried under the bushes in my backyard somewhere.
0: Yeah. Mine's on the sawhorses under a tarp. <laughs> and, uh, checking out the snowshoes, got all that out, got my sled out and made sure the harness and everything's good for any tripping. I I might do winter camping and stuff like that. I might do this winter and, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, man, the, the summer just seemed to go so fast. Even the fall just wasn't, I guess it's just so busy this, this year that. It
1: was, it was a weird summer. It was, uh for me i resisted doing stuff often because it was just so hot and and i don't know it was nice i never had to mow the lawn the grass all died <laughs> but uh i i kind of avoided doing things because of the heat of summer it was a really hot summer Yeah. We, uh, from may right through till july august we had 90 95% days of what was it above 25 above 30 degrees
0: yeah, and it's it's that kind of... That just kills me. The heat just, just kills me.
1: Yeah. So that by the time the temperature started to drop, it was like, oh, it's too late. And I missed out on, you know, some weekend stuff I should have been doing. And
0: I love it when it's t- about 20 degrees outside. Yeah, it's, 20, it's a nice... Yeah, 20 degrees Celsius is like perfect. Yeah. You know, but... Um, yeah, so it's definitely, you know, December starts tomorrow. And uh, getting all ready for... The holiday season is upon us, and I'm not a big Christmas fan, but, you know.
1: Neither am I. Yeah. It's gotten worse
0: over the years, too. You know, it's it's all become about the money and and everything else. Yeah, exactly. Just just don't enjoy it anymore.
1: I'm trying to redirect Christmas, because I have kids now. Before, I just kind of ignored Christmas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My wife, when we first started, uh, when we first moved in, it was... uh, Oh, the first two Christmases, I didn't even have a tree and she was like decorating plants in my house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have a tree and it sits in the storage until finally somebody gets mad and says, will you bring out the tree? (laughs) Okay, I guess so. I'm only putting it up for a week and then taking it down. So I don't know what the point is.
1: But. I'm not a humbug. I'm just, uh, I feel it's too commercialized now. Oh, I am way
0: beyond humbug humbuggers look at me and go dude <laughs> i i i don't know i don't know what i enjoy I getting enjoy together
1: it. with family it's a big family gathering time we uh we the family does all gather at christmas time but uh other than that other than the family gathering i'm not too uh hot on the whole idea
0: yeah and i the. Uh, no, the rudeness of people in malls and that just seems to <laughs> to go up and Yeah, I avoid malls. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: I'm gonna be some cantankerous old man when I get old. Uh, <laughs> I'll be out in my front yard yelling, kids get off my lawn <laughs> I
0: used to have a great uncle George and he had no filter. And um he would, yeah. He would say things, and people would like just look with their eyes wide open and their jaws hanging, <laughs> like, "Oh, I can't believe you just said that." And you go, oh, do "I care." So you know what? I'm going to be a great Uncle George one day. <laughs> there was an incident at a funeral we were at. And my mom just went, "George," and we were laughing. She turned on us. <laughs> That's not funny. Yes, mom, that was funny. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be, because what are they going to do? Take away my birthday? I don't think so. <laughs> Put me in a bad old age home? Yeah. You know? But, no, so it's time to, to move on with it. And like I say, the, yep. the paddling season per se is done. Um, up here in Canada, anyway. And, uh, I mean, there's still those those that go out in December, you know, because the water, there's still spots where the water's yeah, not frozen. So exactly. they'll, they'll go out and do day trips and you know, I mean, they're not really doing all the camp, canoe camping anymore. Yeah. But they
1: are still camping, though. I know some people at work that they, uh, just because of fast running water, doesn't really freeze. But uh, up in, uh, you know, North Pedro and stuff like that, there's all, still a lot of white water going on right up until December. Some of the really hardy souls are out there in January. But, yeah, easily mid-December, people are still out in their full on dry suits. Oh, you'd uh, have to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but if you are into wanting to get up North and still be camping and stuff, I was online and, um, the yurts in Algonquin park. Yes. At Lake, Lake
1: And stuff like that. Yeah. There's still a lot of time open. Yeah. In December. Well, that's good because, uh, well, I, I don't know. My wife's kind of Urging towards a yurt, but I want to get out with the army tent and wood stove and stuff like that and you bring like, both. Well that's what she suggested. So we're we're probably gonna to get two adjacent campsites, get the yurt and uh stick up the army tent with the wood stove and Don't just so. talk to them, see if
0: you can stick up the army tent on the same site. Yeah, that's true. There's, there should be enough room. There's enough room on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you yeah, say, so you know what, you
0: got this, and you just want to make sure it works and yeah. whatnot, and you don't want to be stuck with two it's little a lot kids. Of, it's and a
1: lot of work putting up that tent. I don't know if I just want to put it up just for the sake of putting it up. Well, no, <laughs> you can sleep in it. Yes, <laughs> yes The rest of them good. don't have to. Yeah.
0: But at least you got a spot to do But yeah, I was on there, and even like the week before Christmas, there's still time available. Oh, yeah? Um, the 26th, there's time available. Yeah, the 18th, it seems to be, 18th huh. to 22nd, I think it is. Isn't that unusual? T- tent seems seeing, to be open. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yurts normally, Gone. in my experience, it's almost impossible yeah. to get a yurt between December and February.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, huh. apparently, there were, there were there was a little article that said they're still available. Huh. So if you're, I'll have to look into it. Interested? Yeah, that's the perfect. Yeah. So why don't you get a yurt, and then we'll come up for the day and visit.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody's on, on in my house seems to be the they get Christmas off and they work New Year's or vice versa. Yeah. And I think everybody's doing the christmas off but working new Year's sort of thing so why don't you get a yurt over new year's
1: (laughs) (laughs) except mark did that marcus did that a couple years back remember we all went up and visited him, and it was uh who was it it was a bunch of them they all they he got some i got a yurt and we all went up and visited him, and it was a it was a good new year christmas new year's we i was only up for a night or two but it was pretty cool
0: yeah it's definitely something to do but it's that time of year when you start looking at it Different uh I mean, you can't just throw her in your summer tent anymore and, and yeah. go, yeah, you know you got all your gear, and like I say, I've been slowly getting my my winter gear out and got the uh the pulk out and the snowshoes out and the poles out and everything yeah. else and oh, getting geared up, getting geared up, but no, you know what I'm looking at uh we we talked in one of our shows there the um indoor paddling, I'm looking at doing some of that over the winter. Just okay. To, to do that, the, yeah, that's uh, down in Hamilton, right? There's well uh, the Wellington. Yeah. Well, huh. Welling, well Welland, Welland, Well Wellington. I don't know where Wellington yeah. is. <laughs> Welland, Welland, and Saint Catharines. Okay. Um, but there's also places around here that do it. Yeah. Um, Mississauga, there's a couple of places that do the uh, indoor paddle boards and rowing and stuff. Um, especially the paddle board uh, get out into a pool, and do that right. Yes perfect place to learn then you Mm -hmm. can get outside come spring um looking at doing that and uh, that way go to the gym as well because they've got the the rowing machines at the gym which i rather enjoy yeah right and i want to see if they can get one of those have you seen those new kayak rowing machines for your house i've seen videos of it yeah that Mm -hmm. looks kind of cool yeah definitely a workout that's for
1: sure it looks like it would be yeah it's it looks like it would be awkward because it doesn't look like you're you pulling a a kayak paddle is a specific strength and whatever is you're pulling a specific direction so I'm curious how accurately they mimic the uh, the the pull of the paddle on a kayak it looked pretty close I to think you can, you because
0: I, you should be able to tension those those ropes at the end of the the, the stick that you're holding yeah. right to yeah make it feel like you're going through the water, uh-huh. right? There's, there's tension on those. So when yeah. you're paddling that now, when I looked at it though, this guy's sitting on these two little beams. Yeah. My worry is that I'd be paddling like a madman and then fall off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the equivalent of being shot off the end of a treadmill.
1: Well, the thin- Narrow beams probably mimics the, uh, the, the difficult the balance. That because some of those racing skulls are, I tried yeah. that in high school and it was almost impossible to stay upright. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and that's what it, it's, it seems to me is geared for, is people that are training to do yeah. that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: the, looking at the internet this week, there is uh, a lot of stuff. Like I say, a lot of stuff. People getting ready for Christmas and um, sales. Uh, they're starting to, a couple shows are starting to pop up. They're starting to put out the little memos of a couple of shows coming up in the new year and stuff like that we'll we'll start mentioning those as i get closer yeah and
1: we should kind of go to a couple of those shows
0: well i did last year yeah i know i was uh, really
1: you were working weekends
0: yes you were working a lot of weekends so you weren't able to show up with me i
1: still work one in three weekends
0: okay well hopefully these Actually, are, are
1: the straight days uh, as of christmas so i'll have all my unless things change then my schedule always changes at work
0: well maybe we'll get some of these this year and uh maybe even go a bit farther afield too yes right so we'll see what happens. But when you're on the internet, you're telling me of something. You got a bit um, almost overjoyed. We talked about a couple of folding canoes on yes. a couple of different shows. Yes. And you were like, we've been ignoring kayaks and you got excited because you found
1: the Oru Kayak. It's a, a nice folding kayak. Yes, we have been ignored, like we and I. I not really ignoring it. I think uh, the stuff we've been finding has been uh, there. There's a lot of uh, uh, up and coming manufacturers of folding canoes, and so well, we must have found at least four or five yeah. different guys or different groups. Different brands. Are, so it's uh, and a lot of those were kind of bubbling to the surface. So there's it, it was a really uh, uh, hot segment for the paddling market. So. And I hadn't really noticed anything in the last little while or nothing has come to my attention about folding kayaks. And so it's not that I've ignoring it, it just wasn't on my radar. And then uh, we discovered or I discovered this Oru kayak. And apparently they've been around... uh, since, tw- uh, what is it, early 2015, mid 2015?
0: 14th, the Kickstarter started.
1: Yeah. So there again, it's another Kickstarter. And <laughs> I, I think that's, uh, when you're talking about a niche market, when you're trying to get something on the market, like unless you have the, like the, the deep pockets of a major manufacturer, it, most guys are going to have to go in some sort of crowdfunding avenue. Yeah. And, and that's what these guys are. But now these guys are a fully fledged manufacturer. They have boats and like, where did you see uh, these canoes? The Complete Paddler. Kayaks? At the Complete Paddler, Toronto. Mississauga, Toronto. Toronto. In Mississauga. Yep. So the, this is now on the market. So 2014, it hit Kickstarter and now it's, uh, you can buy it in stores now, this folding kayak. It's it's a really neat kayak a folding system and when you look at the at the pictures of the guy paddling in it it's it's got all the traditional lines of a normal kayak but it folds down and of course it's that uh that sort of plastic cardboard material you know a lot i think it makes some people nervous but that's that's just what all of these folding canoes and kayaks are made of now yeah and the corrugated
0: uh uh, polyethylene yeah sheets yeah
1: and, but I, th- I think a lot of people are seem nervous about it but I, I think uh, these guys there's enough manufacturers out there they've all done their homework they all use this pretty much the exact same material it's usually custom made for each individual uh, manufacturer but it uh, it's basically the same material so I think just seeing how many people are using it uh, it looks like uh, it, it would be a hardy and where Easily wearable material that's going to hold up to, you know, limited, uh, you know, running at aground ground, coming ashore, portages and whatnot.
0: Well, the the if you watch the video they put out there, the one guy was saying that he wouldn't do a hard landing. Yeah, he would just he do would do water the wet w- the wet landing, getting yeah. out in the water, um, you know, not running at aground ground, yeah. and. Yeah, you know what? They actually look like really decent canoes. They've got the three different models the kayaks. beach, or sorry, kayaks. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm just used to saying canoes. Uh, they got the beach, the bay, and the coast. Yes. The bay and the coast also have a bay plus and coast plus. Uh, a couple extra little um, things on those, those extra yeah, models. Like extra, a luxury model, th- sort of those.
1: Exactly. Extra tie downs and this, that, yeah. and the other things. So, but I, I do like the look
0: of the coast.
1: Yes, it's a nice looking kayak. Yeah. It's, in if anybody who, you know, even if you haven't paddled them, you've seen sea kayaks, like these uh, ocean and open water kayaks, like this is exactly what it looks like. You've got the, the raised nose and the, the sleek lines. It's like, it looks like a normal, traditional kayak, except it's white. It's somewhat transparent. And it's, it's really interesting. When you look at the videos, what I thought was curious is, uh, I had I had originally wondered I wonder how much gear these things hold and so we saw I looked at a couple of YouTube videos of them stacking and packing cargo, cargo. so basically when you you zipper down or you open up the right along the top seam and it just opens up like a clamshell and just you can just open it and you can put everything in there it's not like you're reaching in through a uh, a waterproof handhole in the front or the rear end of the kayak you're basically zippering it open and and you can store whatever in there it's got some uh uh, bulkheads but they're not obviously they wouldn't be waterproof bulkheads they're just there to separate different compartments and it would there'd be limited water that could slide through but it's it's not meant to be you know a uh, waterproof bulkhead
0: yeah it, it's there's going to be some water in there I mean the the guy had his pump and everything on the front yes. in the video and
1: and you do that you you know it doesn't matter what kind of kayak you have you're if you're out in the ocean you're going to have the pumps right mm-hmm. it's just it's in case. like required equipment
0: yeah, it's uh, pretty sleek-looking things. Now, like I said, the complete paddler in Toronto sells, but he only—they only sell the beach and the bay. the bay yeah you don't do the have the coast, a coast.
1: so i imagine if you lived or uh, worked on the coast like if you're you know in maine or new brunswick nova scotia or if you're on the west coast you know washington state or if you're in uh, british columbia vancouver Island, you're going to see a lot of 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 uh, storefronts that are going to carry the coast because that's typically you know all these open water areas is where you're going to use that specific type of kayak and it, it's a like I was saying earlier, it's a really nice design. Like the uh for example, the uh, the beach. It's uh it's it they basically it's marketed for like day tripping and just short trips. And uh then the the bay one is basically your casual to backcountry fishing kayak and whatnot. And then when you're talking the coast, you these things are what, sixteen feet long? Yeah. So it's a fully fledged uh, sea kayak. So it's uh it's great for Overnight touring and, and expeditions, and you can use it in, in surf and wind and whatever, right? So these are, <clears throat> they're, uh, I'd love to try one. They look really nice, and it's very tempting, but the uh, <laughs> the one that I would want is the Coast, but it's uh, kind of out of my price range.
0: $2,500 U.S. Yes,
1: and I think For you the, looked,
0: the plus, that's the one I liked, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think we looked, we saw like prices in the range of 3400 bucks uh, for Canadian pricing.
0: Yeah, yeah, when it goes up. Um now when you look at the Bay, um the Bay is $1300 US or you can get it from Complete Paddler for 1650.
1: That's not too bad. It's
0: really not. Yeah. You can get the Beach at Complete Paddler for 1500 or order it from San Francisco for uh 1200.
1: Yeah, and you're you're so, going to be with the exchange and shipping and stuff. You muzzle well get it locally, and you're going to save a couple hundred bucks.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, now, when you go from the bay to the coast, you're going anywhere from twenty-six pound kayak up to a thirty-four pound kayak.
1: Yeah, and thirty-four pounds is not bad.
0: Yeah. The bay is twelve feet. The coast sixteen. Yeah. Uh, now here's the the bit of a difference. The bay. Is sorry, the beach. I mean, the beach is 28 inches wide and the coast is 25. Yeah, they fold down and there's only an inch difference between them. Yes, which the, is so is the, cool.
1: The actual folded up, like, so it looks like a uh, Almost like a, one of those portfolio bags that you or packages that you see people that used to run around within the 80s and 90s. So it's just a big anybody who has uh, drawings and whatever engineers they have these big valises. So that's the size of it. It's so mm-hmm. it's a it's a, what is it uh, 35 inches by 15 inches by 29 inches. So it's it's a it's it's a fair size folded up, but it easily you could throw two or three into the trunk of a car, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's it it is small and it's light and it, just looking at it on, on the videos on YouTube, it it looks like with a little practice, you could probably, you know, put one of these together and break down in, in just minutes, right? It's Yeah, it's, well, that's what they said, about 10 minutes. Yeah, it the didn't look complicated. Yeah. It looked yep. very simple and easy to do.
0: What I like is for a 26 pounder, the beach holds 300 pounds. Yeah. So that's you plus your, your day... Your gear
1: for that's the day. That's a lot of gear. Like I'd be yeah. hard pressed to have 300 pounds worth yeah. of myself and gear.
0: The coast is 400 pounds. <laughs>
1: that's a lot of weight.
0: So that's your self. And if you're saying like two, like I'm 200 pounds. Yeah. That gives me another 200 pounds of. Of gear. Tent. Yeah. Food. And you're never going to have that much. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm taking 200 pounds, forget it. <laughs> um, maximum paddler height. For the beach, six foot six. This is where where I'm a bit lost. Maybe it's just my ignorance with with kayaks, but the smallest one can handle a paddler of up to six foot six inches tall, and same with the coast. But the mid, the bay, yeah,
1: six foot three. In in my opinion, though, like when it comes to max paddler height, that that's really I I I don't agree that they are actually putting that statistic in there because really, people when it comes to height, if like torso length or leg length and whatnot, that, that's, that's really down to genetics. It, like you can have a seven foot tall person with short legs and he'd fit in there. No problem. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's I, all body. I, I can only assume it's the, uh, the leg length that you're being limited in. And, uh, there, there is, uh, I think I saw stirrups in these, right? For, for foot position. Um, no, I don't think there was stirrups in there. There was
0: the, uh, thigh braces. Yeah, there's thigh yeah, braces. Yeah, the thigh braces is yeah. what you're seeing. Yeah, because uh, the pictures we were seeing, he had the uh, rolled up pant legs and his yeah, he was feet wearing were, jeans. Yeah, his <laughs> jeans. So it's a pretty neat looking uh, kayak. That's definitely for sure. And it's uh, yeah, oru kayak o r u kayak all one word. And they've got a lot of information on there. And we say there's the beach. Now they also have certified pre-owned ones that you can get. Yeah. Well, these guys, these guys are out of San Francisco. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, a certified pre-owned beach bay and bay plus. Huh. Right. So you can get all that and they sell gear, carbon paddles, spray skirts, packs, PFDs, paddles, float bags, dry bags, lights. We saw the, the couple of photos. That was, I think one of the neatest things I saw they have lights for the the Oru solar lights, yeah, and it lights up the entire thing because yeah, it's because clear it's white,
1: somewhat transparent or whatever that that.
0: It looks like you're paddling a giant
1: light, yeah, which it was is really, really cool. It Sixty some,
0: bucks for a set of four.
1: It made for some neat photography.
0: Yeah, bright white LEDs. Um, they they got there's pictures of it here on their on their website. Quite bright actually, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of. Kind of something to see somebody paddling one of these at night. That's for sure. You know, and, um, yeah, so they sell all the gear. It's, it's,
1: and again, this goes more for the urban paddler, I'm thinking. Yes. And then that's who it's marketed for. That's, it's marketed for somebody who lives in a downtown core area or lives in a condo. So if you were in Chicago or Toronto or something, it gives you, access to so you have basically a small box that your is your kayak and and you can take it on the subway or whatever and get it down to a waterfront area a waterfront park or whatever and you can build it and go for a paddle so you, you don't have this giant like nobody's going to be able to take a kayak through the subway and and, then, and then no not too many people in urban cores or in cities have vehicles these days like it's a one of those things that you don't really need if you're a downtown city dweller right so right. these are, that, I think that's mostly what they're marketed for, but let's be honest, this is, uh, I, I think anybody could uh, make some good use out of a, a decent kayak like this.
0: Yeah. Th- now with the, the, uh, bringing out the coast, which is a more recent uh, addition, yeah. addition to their fleet that is being marketed towards bigger water. Absolutely. Right. Nothing's really being marketed towards the canoe tripping aspect, which is what we looked at when we were looking at the folding canoes. Yes. You know, because that's what we do with it. We take it on a canoe trip. Right. Um, And they're saying, yeah, that's urban only sort of thing. You really wouldn't want to be taking these on canoe trips. But this here, they're actually showing them like adventures on the Mississippi, um, up in the Arctic, um, the great salt lake. Uh, I'm not sure where that actually is. There's a big lake. I thought it was Salt Lake City, but uh, Newfoundland, you know, they're they're paddling out in the big waters. Yeah. But again, there's, you know, he's saying, yeah, you might hit a rock or something, you'll be fine, but you don't want to be doing it all the time. Yes. So if you're going out into big water off the coast, you know, into the ocean or across massive lakes, Northern Canada, go to Great Slave Lake or something like that you know this is going to be perfect for that
1: exactly and and this here also fits that niche where where access is limited so if you go in to a, a fly in trip like you can only these uh these float planes the beavers and stuff you can only bring one full size canoe so if you have multiple groups or multiple people multiple boats they have to make multiple trips these here however you know, many people fit inside the plane you can bring that many and these things are just these small boxes that are stored in the back with your backpack, so it enables you to do a uh, a backcountry fly-in trip with the uh, with this kayak as as your equipment, uh, same as the fold-up canoes and and whatnot. So it it opens up that whole avenue of of these uh, fly-in tripping and, and limited access tripping where you're like Woodland Caribou Park, mm-hmm. or if you're going to fly up north or do the Ungava Peninsula, it's, it's a piece of equipment that you can pack up easily, and it gives you access to the backcountry by plane.
0: Yeah, and when you're looking at what's included, um when they, there's a little image of it and like I say, you watch the video, they show you, you know, it's just the giant sheet that folds out and there's tabs on it that lock across Yeah. and you pull it tight and there's a little, um, sock at the front and back for lack of a, yes. a better term. And I
1: think that's just for limiting any water Water that's grass. coming in. So it's a neoprene nose and tailpiece. Yep. There's
0: a little comfortable seat that they put in the bottom that yeah. you, you sit in. There's the
1: yeah they have adjustable bench seat or uh, bucket seat type thing yeah, yeah just like you see in a typical sea kayak or whatever so it's a it's a canvas strapped seat that attaches at various points and so they're adjustable for comfort so it's a fantastic design it it looks like it would be very comfortable
0: yeah and there's the elastic um, uh, tie downs on the deck. So, you can put stuff under yep. and
1: hold it there. Your water uh, pump, your yeah. camera, your map, and binoculars, stuff like that. whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And also, I saw them in one of the videos and I hadn't really thought about it, but with, with this being a folding kayak and the bulkheads are not waterproof, they simply added uh, the inflatable airbags that you would typically put in a uh, canoe or kayak for uh, if you're doing whitewater tripping so that instead of filling your canoe or kayak with water it, it, it you have an airbag to keep that water out so they just install and inflate those in the nose and tail end of the kayak so that if you do get swamped you're not going to sink you're not going to be having that much difficulty your gear's going to get wet so you have to make sure that everything is in a proper dry bag as it's yeah. you know stored and cashed away inside the boat
0: yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Watching the guy uh, with the little hose, yeah, blowing into it, it blowing inflating into it. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but you know what? There's 2014. They started with the Kickstarter, and now it's it's well on its way. Yeah, they've you know? they've
1: been very successful.
0: Yeah, and and especially like I say, it's it's good to see something like a a folding kayak to go along with the canoes, you
1: know, and I, I you know I would I would like to try one. I would, now, when it came to, previously when we saw the folding canoes and stuff like that, I, I wanted to try one. I Like I would be interested in trying one of the folding canoes. I'd be interested in owning one of these folding kayaks. It's, if if I had the cash,
0: I would definitely get the Coast Plus. Oh, absolutely. To give it a whirl. Yeah.
1: It but, definitely would. Yeah. And for the amount of tripping that I would do with a kayak it's the advantage again there and, and I'm not an urban downtown dweller. I'm, I live out in like a low populated area. So for me, it doesn't make sense. Oh, you don't really need a folding kayak, but (laughs) the advantage of being able to fold this up and put it away. And for the most part, like, you know, people worry about bumping these against rock and stuff like that. I have a Kevlar canoe. I avoid rocks as it is. Mm -hmm. I I don't, I don't do scratches. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. due to scratches and this here it's you're going to be treating it the same yeah. way. I'm going to avoid beaching any in, in any hard areas and so you're going to be treating this same way you would a, you know, one of those pretty canoes that you own. Yeah. Definitely would. But it's definitely worth something to check it out. Yes, definitely check it out. Look at the just to look at the design, the sleek lines. Like this is a very good-looking kayak. So go to Oru
0: Kayak, O R U Kayak. Dot .com and check out their their kayaks. They're really cool-looking things and yeah, if I had that the money, I would definitely get one of the the Coast Plus. Yes. Uh, it's just got a few things on there that that you know, I think you'd need and and find a use for. That's for sure. And the foldable thing man, I'd be having that on a flight somewhere <laughs> pretty Absolutely. quick, you know. Absolutely. So check it out oru kayak.com and uh yeah, a folding kayak to go with all the folding canoes. So let's take a quick break here and we'll come back and talk. um, Some more about Christmas, I guess. You are listening to paddling adventures radio on Reno Viola outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this shows for you. Listen to paddling adventures radio every Wednesday at 6am and 6pm and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio, whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle and get on the water. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. As we discussed earlier, we're getting into December. December's tomorrow, and we're getting into that, uh, well, not not getting into, it's been happening for a while now, that Christmas thing. Um, People getting ready to buy gifts and whatnot. So that brings us to our next topic. Yes. Christmas gifts for the paddler in your life. Absolutely. What to get them.
1: So if you're racking your brain wondering, what do I get my significant other this Christmas for, in you know, if you're looking for an idea or whatever, like if if you're looking for something last minute or looking for that little special stocking stuffer or whatever, there's lots of options. We were we were racking our brains trying to come up with ideas and, and uh, I don't know, half the time I... I could use somebody who helps me and makes up lists for me like this. <laughs> well, you know what? The problem with buying something for a
0: paddler, for me, for instance, somebody's trying, oh, what what do you need? Well, I got the stuff that most people could afford to buy me. Anything extra that I want. It's stuff you or, wouldn't buy yourself. stuff either you wouldn't buy yourself or one person's not going to buy it for you. Yeah. Because it's too expensive or... Yeah. He's got to be ordered special or something like that. And there's just certain things that I don't like people buying for me, like yes. clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, I concur. Yeah. So you know, paddling can be a very personal um, preference thing when it comes to gear.
1: Yeah, my wife has a hard time buying anything for me in regards to for anything for camping or paddling because I'm so I'm so specific in my needs and mm-hmm. what I want. Oh, you're so needy. Well, it's not, it's not needy. I'm just, uh, it's hard to surprise me with uh, with stuff, with you know anything that I might actually use or be happy with.
0: Well, I think this list here, I've got, I, well, I came up with 10 different things here. Um, I think aren't too personal, aren't, um, you know, I think it'll be something people will enjoy. Well, and, uh... it's
1: things, it's a lot of these things, and I have the same list as you, it's stuff that you, maybe a person would not normally buy for themselves. Yeah. It's, it's the unusual things that it's like the, the, the special things that might make your, a person's camping trip a little bit better or a little bit more fun or, or a little bit more comfortable or whatever, or just away from paddling away from the water. It's stuff that you would, uh. That you would use or it would make sense to have, but it's just, well, a lot of the things on this list is like, well, I'd love to have a lot of these things. It's just, it's not stuff I would normally buy for myself and because it's not stuff that you need. Yeah. A lot of these things are stuff that are luxury items for the paddler.
0: Yeah. Or stuff that you don't even use or that you can use while you're not paddling. Yes. For instance, the first one on our list. Magazine subscriptions,
1: exactly. Yeah, uh,
0: I have the magazine subscription to Canoe Routes, Adventure Kayak, and Kayak Angler. Nice magazines. Yeah, lots of information. So on a rainy day or a weekend you can't get out of the city yeah. over the winter, like these are perfect things to read. Exactly. Get yourself yep. some. Get get them a magazine subscription um, to any of these things. And I know usually uh, anything from Rapid Media when you get a subscription, they usually have a deal where you get a.
1: A a baseball hat. Yeah. And also online subscriptions are free if you have the magazine. Right. Yeah. You can can read it
0: on your your laptop or your 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 iPad, iPad that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Gift cards for, I know that a lot of people don't like getting gift cards, but again, it comes down to a preference thing. Yeah. Um, And where
1: gift cards might come in handy, it's like you probably wouldn't necessarily buy your, your husband or your wife or something like a gift card, but if it's like a like a secret santa at work or if it's a you know, if, if it's say, let's say your paper boy is, you know, that he's into canoeing and camping. It's like, that's where the gift card will come in. That's for, mm-hmm. it's that impersonal gift for somebody you don't know well enough. So yeah, I'm going to get my paper boy a gift card or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, my, your, your buddy, your cousin, your, your whatever. So stuff like that. It's, it's easy to buy a gift card for somebody you don't know well enough to actually buy a gift for somebody because you don't know, you don't know half the time what these people already have. Yeah, I, I'll ask people, say, you know
0: what, get me gift cards for uh, Mountain Equipment Co-op or Sale um, Bass Pro Shop, the Complete Paddler, because that way, you know, if I get gift cards like 20, 25 bucks or whatever from like four or five different people, well, I can combine those yeah and go buy something with my own money yeah. and these just sort of offset it, right? So, you know, if there's something I see for 250 bucks and now all of a sudden I've got 150 and cards. It helps you buy that
1: item. It does. There's a few items out there that like for the longest time I held off buying one of those new, uh, I can't even remember what they're called, but they were super light uh, camp chairs and they're like a hundred bucks and I resisted for a few years getting it until finally I broke down. I was like, oh, because it's just one of those items. It's like, well, if I had to, if somebody was paying for part of it, it's, it's an easy yeah. decision yeah. to buy one of these super light camp chairs.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's the next thing. After that a gift certificate, not a gift card, a gift certificate for lessons. So like we were talking about one of our shows was the stand up paddleboard lessons at uh um, there's a couple of, of places that offer them over the winter. Yeah, like indoor. Local,
1: yeah, like local pools. Uh, like a lot of local pools, yep. they do these lessons over the winter. You know, you can do anything. They scuba lessons, paddling lessons, stand up paddleboard lessons. You know, the specialty rescue courses for, or you know, if you want to make sure you're uh, you have a bomb-proof roll for whitewater kayaking, they there's they do these sessions over the winter for people to fine tune their skills, and that would be a perfect Christmas gift for, you know, your significant other, your, the husband, the wife, the whatever, right. Or your kids, if your kid's into whitewater kayaking, yep. if, if you want to get something that's special that you know that they wouldn't normally get for themselves, get them some pool sessions.
0: Or get them a gift certificate for Madawaska Canoe Center. There you go. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, you guys, you did that. Exactly. You yeah. know, somebody would have paid for that or part of that for you. Yeah. That, that would have been, been great. Right? Yeah.
1: So yeah, if you if you want to plan something because you know they they their courses start rolling in and they get back on the water, I think in May or something. Yeah, I think that's when we are yeah, there. Yeah, May. Ju- so it's May, kind June, of a yeah. yeah, it's kind of a cool time of year to go. But that's when the water opens up. That's when they start their business. Right? And I mean so
0: that that'd be a great thing for you know if you and your significant other are into that sort of thing, then you yeah. take
1: lessons together. Absolutely. Oh, right? yeah. There you go. Yeah,
0: there you go. So, I, Okay, so for the men listening, that gets rid of Christmas, that gets rid of birthday, that gets rid of Valentine's <laughs> Day. We're good. So <laughs> um, spot or in-reach? Yes. I got my spot yeah. as a gift. They all went in on it for uh, my birthday one year. Yeah. What, eight years ago now? Nine <laughs> years ago now? They all went in on it on for a birthday gift for me.
1: And that's also one of those things that people would tend not to buy for themselves. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, like uh, you had it for years, but then slowly other people has broke down and says, yeah, I'll get one. But it's like so easy. Like if, uh, you know, if, if somebody's wife is kind of nervous about somebody tripping and, and so the sheep buys them a, a, a GPS tracker so that she knows what their significant other, or like if, you know, if your wife does this, goes off on big trips, it's like, so you buy them a, a GPS tracking device, spot, in reach, whatever. So it kind of gives you, you're, you're buying them a gift, but you're almost buying yourself the gift because you're following yeah. your, your spouse, your in sort of mentally in contact, you're along the trip with them and you're, you're assured of their safety. You can see that they're moving. And so it's almost like a, a dual gift. You're buying something for yourself, but you're actually buying it for, for your spouse.
0: Yep. Uh, books. Now that I know I looked, there was a
1: book on knots. Um, there's a book on paddle making. And like Kevin Callan has so many books out there for for opening up new route canoe routes in Ontario and stuff like that. These these are all really good idea book gifts. Yeah, because I mean you
0: can even take books with you on your canoe trips. Oh, absolutely. You know,
1: or you're sitting at the
0: at the camp or whatever, you're reading a book, a nice, easy, lazy day laying on the rocks, whatever. Books are are always a win win in my my yeah. opinion. A compass. <laughs> and the reason I say that is everybody wants the electronics and everybody's yep. debating. There's always the debate should I take electronics on it. And we had um, one canoe trip where we,
1: you know, you're not getting the service and you yep. needed to use an actual compass. Everybody should have a compass anyways. Mm-hmm. I always carry one in my map case. That's just always there in my little zipper pouch because it's just one of those things. If if it's an overcast day, you don't know which way is up or down and, and you don't know where the sun is and, and you're like, oh. Morning we, and the fog we, is. The fog is so thick. Oh, I stepped off the, I stepped off the portage. How do I get back? Right. So it's one of those things that's a safety item. It's a safety thing. Your GPS breaks down. Where am I? And it's also something to learn
0: when you're, you know, you
1: yes. teach your kids. Oh, we talk and talk about a, taking kids camping, right? That's a special skill. I remember taking orienteering courses as a kid and. yeah, And it was it, it's, I could still do it I could, in a pinch. I would could get that back on my feet, but I haven't done orienteering or haven't done like transiting with a compass in what, 25 years. Yeah. It's. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we took that in scouts and then we took it, I did it. Well, I did an air crew survival course when I was in air cadets. In, and that was one of the things you had to do. You had yeah. to be able to take a compass and navigate yourself, you know, 20 kilometers through the bush.
1: Yeah. When I first right. joined the military, we, there was that, basic training you had to do the uh transiting you had to navigate by compass so th- that was one of those skills that you had to have i think i think the compass is
0: becoming a lost art oh absolutely you know? it is so you get away from the electronics and grab a compass somebody i you know it might be cool and as you just mentioned a map case yes cuz if you're on a trip you're paddling you know in a canoe or if you're just out for the day you know hitting some rivers and stuff you've got a map yeah and like I say, my map case finally bit the dust this year. Yes. I need a new map case. So guess what's going to be on my Christmas list?
1: Yeah. Right? That's an easy one, eh? Yeah. There we go. So when, yeah, when you have uh, kids or family that, and I'm I'm always telling people, don't buy me stuff. And they said, well, I'm going to get you something. So fine. Give me a map case or whatever.
0: Yeah. And it's, yeah, they're not expensive either. So yeah. DVDs. In, the one I actually got for Christmas um, and I bought it for myself, was Be- Becky Mason's Advanced Classic Solo Canoeing. Okay. And it yeah. tells all the different yeah. types of of um, paddle strokes to use in different situations and some of the stuff she shows you how to do and that you're like, I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin callan has got a couple of videos out there. I mean, there's a lot of DVDs out there that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everybody watches. You know, you sit down, you... Put one in your computer now and watch it or you put one on the in the Xbox or the whatever and sit down and watch it for a change, right? Yeah. The one I mean this is sort of like gift cards, but not really, because as I say, it's personal and I don't like people buying me clothes. Put money in a card and say, Here's money. I don't know where you shop the you're gonna <laughs> like yeah. I don't know where yeah. you're gonna buy this stuff that you want. You, you know, you said you want a new pair of yeah. tripping pants or something or paddling pants and so I don't know where you buy those but here's yeah whatever put it towards that which exactly. is which is cool cuz I've done that before as well if you really 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 love the person <laughs> <laughs> that you're looking for a gift there's also the last item on my list you can actually go out and buy them A canoe, a kayak, or a stand-up paddleboard. Sean, you can buy me a folding kayak. I don't love you that much, Derek.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, after that comment, I love you even less. (laughs) One thing I would add to the list is, and you you told me told me that you don't use them, but USB power banks. A lot of people do have electronics Mm -hmm. and they have charging devices. And if you're off the grid for a while, say you get back to your car or whatever your your remote areas and you want, say, a phone or charge a camera or or whatever. Like I I usually have a uh, USB power bank for like car camping. I just for charging, you don't have to start the car to charge something. So a USB power bank would be perfect, I think, a perfect gift.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like as the only thing I own that charges off USB is my phone, my yeah. cell phone. And I tend not to take those back country and if it, if I do have it it's just because I didn't want to leave it in my vehicle.
1: Yeah. Well, I've, for often cases, like when I'm camping with a family, we're car camping and yeah. and the, the USB power banks come in really handy because it's like for for music or for uh, charging speakers or charging the phone for music. And like if you're sitting around the campsite and stuff like that, if it's a drive-in campsite, then, then I use items like that. But yeah, if it's backcountry camping, if it's off the grid, if it's yeah you know uh, kind of remote areas then i I don't have electronics with me. I don't use them well, and see we've
0: got the pop up trailer for we're doing family camping along the along the highway or something yeah. like that, so everything plugs in anyway mm-hmm. for us so that's that's not uh, different so if you're stuck looking for something for a Christmas gift, there's our list uh magazine subscriptions, gift cards, gift certificates for lessons, stuff like that, spot in reach, books, a compass, dVDs. Map case, money, or canoe, kayak, or stand-up paddleboard. Or, (laughs) as Derek mentioned as well... Oh, and I forgot, a reflector oven. Oh, the reflector oven. Well, I bought one of those already. (laughs) 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 Yes, go buy a reflector oven and let them cook. It's a great
1: thing to have. And, of course, we'll add this list to our website or a variation of the list, you know, links below, this, that, the other thing. And we'll also put a list of what you can send us
0: off this list yes! that we could always use. Yes. Feel free.
1: <laughs> yeah, if there, if there's a listener out there that wants to buy me a folding kayak, uh, I'll, I'll leave the information on the website and you can buy me an Oru kayak. That's right, and just send it to his house.
0: <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio. Whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle and get on the water. Now Derek, we were talking earlier about uh, paddling shows coming up. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, Tis the
1: season of paddling shows.
0: Well, not quite, but it is getting there. Um, just starting to look at some of the dates and shows coming up. Uh, and yeah, we're only what two months away from yeah. when they all really start, because they, cause they usually start as early as February, yep. right? And then tomorrow being December already. You know, we got December, and January. So some of the ones just to keep in in mind. The big one, which sort of starts it all out, is the Ontario or sorry, the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. Yes. That's February 24th to 26th. So yeah, that's, well, I guess almost three months away, but still. Yeah. You know, by, that, by the end of February, you've yeah. got cabin fever and ready to go. <laughs> uh, there's also the Outdoor Adventure Show in Vancouver, which is March 4th to 5th. The one in Calgary is March 25th to 26th. And one in Montreal is April 1st and to 2nd. And about three weeks after the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, there's the Toronto Sportsman Show, which is March 15th to 19th. Um, there's an Ottawa version of that, I do believe. If this Of the Sportsman Show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the date for that one yet. And that'll
1: probably be, I think the Toronto one happens first. And then the Ottawa one yeah.
0: right afterwards sort of thing.
1: But they'd be close together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another one that's happening out west in Victoria, B.C., is the Pacific Paddling Symposium. Yes. I'd actually like to get out there for that one year. Yeah, but like I say, it's way out there. We so.
1: talked about this in earlier episodes. It's it's definitely something that uh, I think would be a worthy event to go to. And if I ever find my sa- myself out in Victoria in May, then I would definitely catch it.
0: Yeah, it's May uh, 26th to 28th out in Victoria, B.C. That's the paddling Pacific Paddling Symposium. There is a big one that's a far ways away date-wise, the Paddling Expo, September 19th to 21st. Yes. It is also <laughs> quite the distance away. It's in Nuremberg, Germany. There you go. So if you happen in September to be over in Europe yeah. and you want to take a little jog over to Nuremberg, Germany. Yes, yes. September 19th and 21st. Now I've seen or this on for the- for our German listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, I've seen it on the internet and it looks like it's a big show. Mm-hmm. There's a couple others that I keep an eye on. Uh, I don't have the dates for them yet, but the Paddle Sports Show in Somerset, New Jersey, that's usually early April. Okay. And there's the New England Paddle Sports Show in Durham, New Hampshire. Again, that's early April. So I don't have the dates for those two shows yet, but when we get them, we'll, we'll be talk we'll be keep talking about all of these on our, on our show and we'll be posting these on our uh, Facebook page and our website as well. So keep an eye out there. And, uh, speaking of websites. Yes. Our new website is almost ready to go.
1: Yes. I've been checking it out, uh, it uh, it's really coming together nicely. It uh, not that the old website was a bad website, but are you this kidding? One is... It was crap. <laughs> <laughs> it did its job. It did. Its but job. the new the new one is nice and slick. It's very really easy <laughs> to use. So it's 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 coming along. It's it's almost there.
0: It is, and it's going to be far superior to the old one. And like I say, you'll be able to listen. To- all the, the episodes, past episodes yes. there. and right on the website. We you, have news and everything.
1: No external links. Everything's is, everything's in-house. It's going to be, it's a nice website.
0: Yep. Uh, you'll still be able to find us on Facebook, which is my department. Yeah. You'll be able to find us on Instagram, yes. which is my department.
1: <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter, which is Derek's, Derek's department. department. Well, you know, half the time, I don't know if I'm going out of my uh, zone there, uh, putting stuff on Facebook or Instagram. So I'll leave that to you.
0: Well, I'll put everything where <laughs> I put it and we'll see what it is. So, <laughs> Yes. But until then, I'd like to take a minute and thank everybody for listening this week and check us out Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Until next
1: time, I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Spest. We'll see you next time.